0: so good they can't ignore you by cal newport you need to be good at something before you can expect a good job don't follow your passion rather let it follow you in your quest to become so good that they can't ignore you rule number one don't follow your passion it takes time to get good at anything the key thing is to force yourself through the work force the skills to come that's the hardest phase it's hard to predict and advance what you'll eventually grow to love Set goals for yourself to be the best you can at whatever you do. A job is a way to pay the bills. A career is a path towards increasingly better work. And a calling is work that's an important part of your life and a vital part of your identity. The happiest, most passionate employees are not those who follow their passion into a position, but instead those who have been around long enough to become good at what they do. Passion is a side effect of mastery. Three basic psychological needs required to feel intrinsically motivated for your work. Autonomy, the feeling that you have control over your day and that your actions are important. Competence, the feeling that you are good at what you do. Relatedness, the feeling of connection to other people. If you feel close to people at work, you're going to enjoy work more. The more we focused on loving what we do, the less we ended up loving it. Rule number two, be so good they can't ignore you. The Craftsman Mindset, a focus on what value you're producing in your job. The Passion Mindset, a focus on what value your job offers you. The Craftsman Mindset is the foundation for creating work you love. Eventually, you're so experienced that there's a confidence that comes out. Stop focusing on the little details. Focus instead on becoming better. If you're not focusing on becoming so good they can't ignore you, you're going to be left behind. When you focus only on what your work offers you, it makes you hyper aware of what you don't like about it, leading to chronic unhappiness. Leave behind self-centered concerns about whether your job is just right, and instead put your head down and plug away at getting really damn good. No one owes you a great career, you need to earn it. You adopt the craftsman mindset first, and then the passion follows. Develop muscle memory the hard way, by repetition. Focus on difficult activities, carefully chosen to stretch your abilities where they most need stretching and provide immediate feedback. It is a lifetime accumulation of deliberate practice that again and again ends up explaining excellence. If you just show up and work hard, you'll soon hit a performance plateau beyond which you fail to get any better. If you can figure out how to integrate deliberate practice into your own life, you have the possibility of blowing past your peers and your value as you'll likely be alone in your dedication to systematically getting better. Stretch your abilities by taking on projects that are beyond your current comfort zone. Obsessively seek feedback on everything. Spend time on what's important instead of what's immediate. You need clear goals. If you don't know where you're trying to get to, then it's hard to take effective action. Deliberate practice is above all an effort of focus and concentration. Traits that define great work creativity, impact, and control. More control leads to better grades, better sports performance, better productivity, and more happiness. Giving people more control over what they do and how they do it increases their happiness, engagement, and sense of fulfillment. Money is a neutral indicator of value. By aiming to make money, you're aiming to be valuable. Unless people are willing to pay you, it's not an idea you're ready to go after. A unifying mission to your working life can be a source of great satisfaction. Missions are powerful because they focus your energy toward a useful goal, and this in turn maximizes your impact on your world, a crucial factor in loving what you do. People who feel like their careers truly matter are more satisfied with their working lives and are also more resistant to the strain of hard work. To maximize your chances of success, You should deploy small, concrete experiments that return concrete feedback. For a mission-driven project to succeed, it should be remarkable in two different ways. First, it must compel people who encounter it to remark about it to others. Second, it must be launched in a venue that supports such remarking. We're a society trained to watch what's on and then discuss what caught our attention the next day.